Welcome to the Brand Builders Love Podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, creator of Brand Builders Academy and the Amplify Accelerator. Right here on this podcast, we'll inspire you to become a bold and powerful voice in the world and claim your space with confidence. You can be bold and go against the grain to become the creative rebel you want to be. Forget average, it's time to level up. Hey, lovely. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am looking forward to sharing this with you. I have been working with so many of my clients around their sales and sales mindset, sales strategy, and just really building out how you can have more predictable sales, how you can increase the number of inquiries that are coming, the number of clients that are coming, and some of the key things that you can do. But not just that, also thinking about how can I not be desperate for it? What are ways to make money in my business? How can I structure things, etc.? And so this is something that you know, I'm looking at more in my business as well. Do we need to shift the way that we're doing sales? Uh, you know, a number of products, we're changing them a bit. So BBA, uh, which is going to become the Bold Business Academy, which I've already shared. We're adding a little bit more to that. It's going to become a 12-month program. Uh, whilst people will still have access to the content for the life of the program, the actual coaching we're going to be doing more of. So it's going to be more high touch uh, over a 12 month period. And so it's really looking at what needs to change, what message needs to change, what conversations need to change, how we deliver it. What does that look like? How do we share what the value is? And so also looking at how do we increase the number of people that are coming that, uh, that we're working with, that we're having an impact on. And so constantly looking at your sales strategy is such an important thing to do. I'm actually going to be uh, doing, by the time this airs, I would have done it, but I'm actually going to be running a sales uh, training within a membership soon and it's for female entrepreneurs. And I just think this is a conversation we need to have more of because posting and hoping is not a sales strategy. And so this is just one episode I'm going to do on sales, but there are, there's so many other things I want to talk about when it comes to sales as well. And for those who you who may not know my story, I actually come from a sales background. I was in recruitment for 20 odd years, uh, you know, recruiting IT people, recruiting HR directors, recruiting uh, consulting consultants at Deloitte, and so this is something that I've done for a long time. And I think that this is something that I really want to help more of my clients to be able to do, but come at it from a place of enjoyment and loving it and communicating it well. And so this was something I did a live on and I recorded the podcast as well because we love two birds with one stone. So I hope that this is going to be helpful. If you've got any questions uh, once you listen to it, then definitely let, let me know. Uh, send me a message on Instagram at Suze Chadwick. And if you're not following me, what's going on? Make sure you come over and follow as well. And as this episode goes live, we are still a couple of weeks away from Magnetic Mastery. And so if you haven't got your ticket yet to Magnetic Mastery, which is on the 23rd of November and the bold Christmas party, then make sure you grab your ticket at suzechadwick.com forward slash MM. Yeah, but hey, let's dive into this week's episode. So 
So today I'm going to be sharing with you five key things to think about when it comes to selling and how to make more sales in your business. And I think that also having conversations with quite a few clients around sales, I feel like we don't have a process sometimes, we don't have a focus and so it becomes something that's difficult or hard or that's not flowing. And so if sales are not flowing, if you're not feeling in flow when it comes to sales in your business, then I just want to reiterate some of the key things to be thinking about and implementing in your business. How you can attract more sales into your business, but also how you can manage yourself, your mind, your sales funnel too. So any questions, just let me know. The first thing, which I know is going to sound basic, but I'm going to kind of expand on it as well, is being known. Yeah. So one of the key things when it comes to having a strong brand is brand recall. So if I was to say to you, what are three luxury brands, you would give me three that would be off the top of your head. If I said to you, what are, you know, three candle brands, three car brands, you would be able to tell me straight away what brands you can think of. So you really want to think to yourself, how do I become one of the top three people that my audience think about when it comes to what I do? Yeah. And I want you to really think about when you recall a brand, when you know a brand well, what are the things that they do that make them stand out in your mind? And so One of the key things is being really specific. So knowing a brand for a specific thing. So my question to you is how specific are you when it comes to what you talk about to your audience? And so you want to be the first person that they think of. So always work on being known. Yeah, we get bored about talking about the same thing, but you've got to remember that you've always got new people coming into your audience. And so you want to keep reiterating what it is you do and who you do it for. And I think that a lot of times we we think, oh, I've already said it. I don't want to say it again. So I want you to think about how are you consistently on a daily, weekly basis in the content that you're sharing saying, this is what I do and this is who I work with. Yeah. And also getting really granular. One of the things that I found to be really powerful when it comes to becoming known is actually talking about the person. So if you're a woman in business who's you know, currently trying to get to $100,000 and you don't have great systems, you don't have great strategies, your mindset's a bit of a mess and you don't really have an organized way of running your business, then BBA is great for you. So I really want you to think about not just being known like, you know, I'm a coach or I do this, yeah, but being known for a particular person. So What are you known for and who are you known for doing that with? So even as I think now, you know, like I can think of certain people where Chris Doe, yeah, he's a great designer, but he is the designer for designers. Yeah, he's the creative for designers. Uh, He's going to be in Melbourne soon. You know, when I think about, uh, you know, Brené Brown, then I'm just going to use the people I always love to use, then she, uh, she works with leaders 
to be able to help them to be more vulnerable, to be more connected, to be a certain way. And so it's not just what you want to be known for, but it's the it's the combination of what you want to be known for and who you do it with. And so really think about, am I consistently talking about those two things so that when people come to me, I'm attracting that kind of audience to myself as well. And you also not only want to name and claim your audience and do it again and again, because you've always got new people joining your community, but you also want to share some things about yourself. And I have a different opinion. I know that there's people out there that are like, you shouldn't be sharing your holiday photos and you shouldn't be saying, you know, personal things about you. I completely disagree. Yeah, if you're somebody who consistently gives and consistently gives great value to your audience, you're working with your clients, you're showing up, you're doing your thing, you know something, I kind of want to get to know you as well. Because when I'm going to buy from somebody, I'm not just buying like the thing that you help me do. I'm actually buying you and how you work with me and how you show up with me, show up when I'm working with you as well. So don't be afraid to be quirky. Don't be afraid to show your personality, to show your sense of humor. And so even the other day, uh, I was looking for cards for my clients and I wanted something that wasn't just like, you're awesome. Like I I'm quite sarcastic. I think my clients get my sense of humor as well. And so I was looking for something a bit quirky and I found these really funny, uh, these really funny greeting cards. And so I've now asked her to create some custom cards for me because I want my clients to get that part of me as well. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why they work with me. And so I really want you to think about not only do I want to be known for this thing, not only do I want to be really clear on who I am for, but I also want to share a little bit of myself because that's one of your differentiators. Like your personality, your quirks are part of your differentiation. So when you've got a hundred people in front of you who do the same thing, That is one of the things that I'm going to love about you is if you're a little bit sarcastic, if you're a little bit quirky, that's for me, yeah? And so I just want you to think about that too. So the first thing is be known at a much deeper level. Talk about who you work with, constantly reiterate it, um, show your personality and don't be robotic about it. Like we're not interested in that, but really bring, like bring your A game here and start to connect in a bigger way, which is number two. I want you, if you want more sales in your business, care, connect and commit to giving. I got my three C's in there. Yeah. Care, connect and commit to giving. And so even now I'm always like, what else can I give my clients? What else can I do for them? And it's not And it's not out of like a scarcity, oh, like I need to give more, I need to give more. No, it's from a place of what else could we do? How else could I give to them? How else could I make them feel amazing? And so even now, like I've had the Bowl Speakers Collective for years. For those who have followed me for a while, I used to run live workshops and then I put it online. And one of the things that I really wanted to do was I wanted to create a speakers directory for small business because there's nothing out there that's like that and so I knew that that was something that I wanted to do so yesterday we created the directory the email's just gone out if you're one of my BSC clients then it's like I want to be able to not only teach my clients how to become great confident speakers but then I want to showcase them yeah 
And so really thinking about how can I care more for my clients? How can I surprise and delight them even after they've paid me, even after they've worked with me? Because, you know, like a lot of my clients then go on to come to retreats or they then go and buy one of my other programs or, you know, and that's not one of the reasons why I'm doing it. But I just want you to think about when you've got a community and you've got a group of clients, how do you become the person in their world where they're just like, oh my God, like Sue's constantly gives, like she's constantly caring. She's thinking about new things. She's thinking about how else we could, uh, you know, get more out of what she, what it is that she's teaching. So I really want you to think about how is caring, connecting and really committing to giving part of your customer journey. How are you doing that so that it's just part of how you are with them? And I just think the more conversations that you have with your clients, the more that you understand what it is that they need, that they want. And I have to be honest, a little bit selfish here. The more I talk to my clients, the more ideas they give me. The more ideas they give me for what else I could be doing, how else I could be serving, how else I could be making my products great. And so... How are you incorporating that into your customer journey? Yeah, I really want you to think about that. The third thing, and this is probably a really big thing as well, and it's something that I have been working with a lot of my coaching clients on, is detachment. Yeah, so when you want to make more sales in your business, you obviously have to have your processes in place, your being known. You obviously have to have you know, the products and services that are really clear on how people can work with you. You have to show up, be consistent, connect, care about who it is that you're wanting to attract. And this is going to sound really counterintuitive. Yeah. So I get that it's going to sound counterintuitive. You've got to detach from the sale. What do I mean by that? So let's say that I have a number of like consultations, so discovery calls, yeah, where I'm having those conversations with clients and they're wanting to work with me. And I learned this when I was in recruitment is that you want to have more going on, yeah, than what you need. And I think this is where a lot of people fall down when it comes to selling in their business is that they get one, you know, one or two inquiries and then they're all in on those one or two inquiries because they need it to convert. And where you want to be is that you want to come to the sales call with a really clear outline of what you want to go through with the client, what you're going to talk about, where they're at, how you can help them. Yeah. And give them all the information, care, connect, you know, speak to them about what the outcome could be, but also assess whether they're the right client for you. And then you kind of need to detach from that. So if they say yes on the call, fantastic. If they don't, I usually say to my clients, you know, make a decision in the next 24 or 48 hours and then come back to me either way. And, and I detach from it. Now there's a couple of reasons for that is I remember that when I was in recruitment, we basically used to have, you know, you've got prospects and then you've got uh, leads and then you've got like where you're in conversion state as well. And so you want to obviously have as many people coming in as possible and then you're having conversations, that number will go down and then you're talking about like whether they're going to work and so that number goes down and then you'll have a certain number that you end up signing. And so... 
a lot of times that number at the beginning is so small that it's hard to kind of have those conversions, yeah? But I just want you to think about how's your SEO? Are you attracting people through that? How's your social media? Are you attracting people through that? How many conversations are you having? Yeah, when somebody shows interest, are you connecting with them and taking the conversation further? You know, another thing that um, that actually Tyler, who is a sales guy here on Instagram, um, something that I used to do and I've not been doing for a while, but now I'm doing more of is actually sharing your client's successes. So when a client doubles their income or when a client, you know, makes a certain amount of money through the strategies that we talk about and that we coach on now sharing that because that carries so much weight. So the question is, are you sharing the successes that your clients are having on a regular basis? And it doesn't have to be over the top, but like one a day or one every second day or something like that. It carries a lot of weight. So what I want you to really think about is, What are all of the things that are helping me attract the right clients, being known and also saying who I'm for and what I help them with, being very specific, yeah, naming and claiming that audience, caring, committing and connecting. So having those conversations and making sure that you're always making your products and services better, you know, and something that I shared on my Instagram stories recently was that. At the beginning of my business, I created a whole lot of products and services because I was in testing mode. Like people would ask me for something and I'd say, yeah, sure, I can do that. And I'd create another product. And then about two, three years into business, I culled 80% of my business and it was the best thing I ever did. And then I recently just said to my VA, you know, I like the business has become really cluttered again. And so now we have to cull again. And so cull the tech and, you know, consolidate products and services. And so when you make it really clear how your clients can work with you and which products and services are for them, then it makes it so much easier for them to choose. Yeah, they then know exactly where they need to go and what they need to do. And so I really want you to think about when you have people that are coming in, is it really easy for them to understand how they can work with you, what product and service is right for them? And so even on your product and service, you want to be able to name and claim your audience. Yeah. So name your audience, say, this is for you if you're at this stage of business, and this is for you if you want this outcome. And this is who I am and this is how I work. And if that resonates for you, then, you know, book a call or let's go. So be really clear on who it's for, what the outcome is so that you can get more people who identify with that. I think one of the biggest sales issues that a lot of people have is that they're just not clear. And so people are confused. They're like, I don't know if that's for me or not. I don't know if the products and services that you have are for me because like when I read the sales page or when you talk about it, It's like really vague. And so that's something to really work on as well is to always go back. So I go back over my sales pages and I'm like, could I be even clearer? Could I be even more pinpointed in what I am saying and how I'm being really specific with who I'm talking to, what the problem is that I'm solving and what the outcome will be for them? And I think that a lot of times we can be really generic with that. And so when you can get more people in, it means you can be more detached 
And I don't mean that in like a bad way. It's not detached doesn't mean you don't care. It just means that you're not like all in on one sale. And if that sale doesn't go through, it's devastating for you. Yeah. So detach means that you've got enough coming through. You've got enough flow of new inquiries, client, potential clients, so that you can have really great conversations with them and come at it from a place of abundance. Yeah. And detachment that if this is the right opportunity for you, if you are the right client for me, then awesome. This is going to work out and we're going to move forward with it. And I think just having that mindset and working on that mindset is really important. So if you feel very scarce when it comes to your sales and, you know, having conversations with potential clients, I just want you to really think about working on that as well. Like, how can I really show up in a big way here, give and care and connect, but also if it's right, it's right. And if it's not, it's not. And then, and then move on as well. Yeah. And I just kind of believe that in a bigger way. Like I think that even when I used to be in corporate sales, I just used to think the right, like I'm going to, I know that the right client's going to come. And the great thing is, is that when the right clients came as in my own business now, they stay like they re-sign and they buy other products and services and you've built a relationship. And so just stand in that knowledge as well, that when you find the right clients, they will be clients for life or they will be clients for a really long time. And that's where the second thing which we were talking about, which was caring, connecting and committing to giving means that when you get a client, it's not just a one-off. It's actually something that continues over a longer period of time. And so really think about how you can be more detached, but have more coming your way as well. Like focus on that, focus your energy on the doing of bringing more leads in, bringing your community in, um, connecting on a deeper level as well. And so the other thing that I just want to talk about when it comes to sales is give your clients a reason to stay. So a lot of times we might have one product and the, and then the client buys it, they go through it and they're done. And so you've got to think about your business model and the products and services that you share with your client and think about what can I do that serves my clients at multiple levels of their journey. And so you might have a client that comes in and you service them at this level of their journey and you get them a particular outcome. And the question is when that client is ready to develop more, and it's a choice that you make, when that client is ready to develop more, are they able to stay with you or do they now have to go somewhere else? And it's not about being everything to everybody, but it's about being really smart in your business model and the content that you share and the products and services that you have that then allows you to take your client from step one to step two to potentially step three. So the way that uh, that my business has worked in the past is that I usually get people that come into BBA, uh, which is all about the system strategies and structures to be able to build the foundations and scale your business. And then once they go through that, then a lot of my clients might come into Amplify, which is the mastermind, and then they might come to like a retreat. And so those are, that's basically like the product suite that allows the client to continue to work with me, but at different levels. And I think sometimes what happens is that we try and give our clients the total solution to all of their problems in one go. 
And we're not actually thinking, like we think that that's what they want, but it's not. Like we we wanted to solve one problem for them and help them to move through that. And then they can obviously move up to the next thing that we want to be helping them with. So I really want you to think about what are the different problems that I solve and how am I servicing and serving my clients at those different levels that allows them to solve a problem now. But then if they want to go to that next level to solve the next problem and they want to continue to work with me, there's that option as well. So that continuous sales cycle is something that you really want to think about. And I've had clients that have come on multiple retreats as well. So it's not always just like they come to one thing or they do one thing and then they're done and they're finished. Yeah, you've got to create something that allows your clients to keep working with you if they want to, which is exactly where you want to be. Because obviously, like they say, it costs a lot more to get a new client than it does to keep a current client. And if you attract great clients, which I'm very lucky that I do, that I want to keep working with them. I want to keep making sure that I can support them as well. And so that was number three around being detached. Yeah, Being detached from the outcome is just really about how you think about it and making sure that you're coming from an abundant mindset and that you've got enough different ways that clients are finding you and inquiring about you so that you're not like hooked on one sale and you're in scarcity mindset as well. And then we talked about the fourth thing, which was give your clients a reason to stay so that you're solving their problem at multiple touch points. And then the fifth thing when it comes to how to make more sales in your business as well is ask questions that give your clients insights into themselves that they may not have had before. And so somebody who asks great questions, somebody who thinks differently, somebody who actually takes the time to ask great questions actually is somebody that you want to be around. So I've recently had a number of one-on-one business coaching consults and those clients have signed, but the feedback that they gave me was the questions you asked me, nobody asked me. And the questions that you asked me like really challenged me, but in a positive way. And so I just want you to think about when you're in a sales conversation, when you're having a sales conversation with a client, What kind of questions are you asking? How deep are you going? Because I don't think, especially if you're in a service-based business and even in a product-based business, depending if you're doing custom products for clients, like really understanding the client at a deeper level means that you can provide a solution and talk to them specifically about how you can help them. Like what will the journey be if we work together? But you can only tell them what that journey is going to be if you understand where they're at right now. And so asking your clients and you becoming a really great question asker is a skill that I think a lot of people don't spend enough time on. And you can only become a really great question asker when you're a really great listener. Yeah, so it's only when you listen and you come from a place of curiosity. So if somebody says to me, you know, this is where my revenue is at, but I really want to get to that, then there's a whole lot of questions that I would ask. So what products and services are you selling? How many have you sold? Like what's the price point and the profit margin of that? Um, What's really working for you and what's not working for you? Like in order for you to get to that level of sales, what do you think that you would need to change? What would need to change in the business? They might say, well, I need to increase the number of clients I'm having. And the question might then be, 
well, what would you need to do to increase the number of clients? Like, what do you think? And I think sometimes when we are talking to clients in a sales conversation, a lot of times clients will actually have an understanding or know what they might need to be doing, but they're just not doing it. And so as a coach, part of my job is to help my clients to shift the behaviors. Yeah. So it's not just strategy. It's actually like, how do we shift our mindset to do the behavior that's going to get the result? And so that's one of the things that you need to be thinking about. What else can I ask my client that allows me to give them insights that nobody else is giving them, to ask questions that nobody else is asking them? And I have to say that is a common, uh, that's a common feedback point that I get from clients I have discovery calls with. Nobody asked me those questions. Nobody challenged me the way that you challenged me. So find how you discover what you need to discover about your clients and don't be afraid to have longer conversations. I feel like we went through a period of time, especially in the service industry space where it was like, oh, and I feel like I used to give this advice as well. So it was a few years ago now, you learn as you grow. Yeah, (laughs) you learn as you grow. Is that it was like, I wouldn't do more than like a 15 or 20 minute uh, discovery or consultation call. And now it's like 45 minutes because I can't go deep and I can't connect and care. And I can't ask really insightful and great questions in 15 minutes because I'm like, I haven't asked enough about them. And can I say that since I've shifted that, my conversion rate has like gone through the roof. So just think about that. Like what are you giving to potential clients that allows you to understand them more so that you can service them in a better way, which makes them feel more trusting of you, like you get them and you understand them, which then makes them feel like you're the person for them. Yeah, so I just really want you to think about some of those things that I've shared today when it comes to Yes, feel so rushed, says Authentic Mum. Yeah, and I think that that has been something that we've done in the past where it's like, you know, just answer their questions. Like people will come, they know enough about you, but I think it does depend on your price point as well. So if you do have a higher price point, I think it's really important for you to give your clients the time that they need in order for you to ask really great questions so that, you can give them an insight that they may not have had before. Yeah, so I think just really think about, look at your whole sales cycle is one of the key things I want to say. Like, are you known in your industry for what it is you want to be known for? Do you consistently talk about who you work with and what the outcome is for them and what the process is that you might take them through so that they feel like you know what you're talking about and you're organized in the way that you work with your clients? Yeah, so don't worry about continuing to repeat and share that, but also think about how you can have a consistent message, but talk about it in different ways. So there's lots of ways that you can be talking about what it is that you do because different people understand things at a different level. So you want to make sure that you're talking about what it is that you do, who you work with, what the problem is, what the outcome is, but, but think about how you can 
talk about it in different ways. You could use different metaphors. You can do use different, um, you know, uh, examples and stories. Storytelling is fantastic in sales. I think it's really important. And if you're not telling stories when you're in the sales process, I think that that's a missed opportunity as well. So that was the first one was be known um, and be really consistent with that. The second one was care, connect and commit to giving and always making your products and services better. And the only way that you can do that is having constant conversations with your clients. And I think sometimes we're worried about asking this question, but you know, is there anything that we could do better? Is there anything that you would like us to do? And it's not about doing everything that people want, but it's about asking the question so that you can get the insights because that might be something that could really help you to retain a client, make them happier. They might love everything that you do, but there's this one thing that really knocks them and really annoys them. And if you didn't ask the question, you wouldn't have known that. So making sure that you care, connect and commit to giving and growing what you have and making it better. The third thing that we talked about this morning was detaching from the sales. So having enough and doing enough to get the leads coming in so that you're not like really hardcore on one sale coming through and your your world falls apart if that sale doesn't come through. So really think about how am I attracting clients to me? What are the different ways that I'm attracting clients to me? And even at the moment we're writing where I'm writing, I always say where the Royal way I'm writing a series on how to Uh, how to decide on a business coach or how to find the right business coach. And so I'm going to be writing a number of blog posts. When I look at Google and I see what people are searching on, I'm like, I can write like three or four blog posts so that I can share what I think and then obviously that is great SEO for me as well. So what are the different ways that you're attracting clients who are looking for exactly what it is that you do and how you help? And then... And then also asking great questions that give your clients insights. So taking the time, taking the time to understand them at a deeper level, to care more, to ask great questions from a place of curiosity so that they see, they feel seen, they feel heard and they feel like they can trust you. Yeah. So those are four things that I think are really important when it comes to how to make more sales in your business. Uh, It's something that I work with my clients on. I work with female business owners in the service-based industry on one-on-one coaching to help them to be able to put the right strategies in place, get the right mindset and be able to grow their business as well. So If you want to check anything else out, obviously you can go to my link in bio and do that as well. This is going to be on the podcast. Love recording a podcast and a live at the same time. If you've got any questions, you can always DM me and let me know. But I hope that that's really helped you to think in a more proactive way about your sales. One thing I do want to say is that posting and hoping is not a sales strategy. I'm just going to say it. Posting and hoping is not a sales strategy. You want to have really clear calls to action. You want to be really specific about who you work with and what you do. And then you want to have multiple ways that clients can be finding you. And also don't forget to share the successes that your clients have, which are great. Yeah. For your brand and for people understanding that, yes, you do help your clients get the outcomes that they want as well. 
So if you've got any questions, let me know. This live will be on the podcast as well, which is the Brand Builders Lab podcast if you are not subscribed already. And have an amazing day. Yeah, I hope that you got a lot out of this live. If you did, then let me know. Send me a little DM. I would love to know. And if, like I said, if you've got any questions, just let me know. More than happy to answer them for you. Have an amazing day and I'll speak to you soon.